due to breaking news, we are bringing you Escape Pod Cast Extra. All right, guys, then we're back on the Escape Pod cast. And if you just skipped ahead, our special guest today, of course, needs no introduction to the faithful players of the game, but I will give her one anyway. She's worked with such studios as Acclaim, Mythic, as Capital Games, she, of course, works on uh, now. The Simpsons Tapped Out, she's worked on uh, South Park Rally, one of my favorite Nintendo 64 games. And, of course, Star Wars Galaxy Heroes as the senior producer of the latter. You have seen her on GameSpot. You've seen her on G4 TV. Remember when that was a thing, Scotty? I do. And we are privileged to get her to get to know her a little bit better today, um, and, and our listeners as well. Uh, Carrie, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast scotty you were going to do something for this second segment go right ahead bud yeah sure man uh look you know the thing about carrie is is that i've always admired uh the way that she interacts with the community now some people tend to get a little bit uh personal and i don't like that uh when people get a bit personal uh you know because these guys they're trying their best they're creating something that we all love which is star wars which is unreal and i just thought that what we might do right now is, uh, Paul, as you so- sort of alluded to, I thought we should get to know Carrie a little bit better instead of just the text that you see on the screen, uh, you know, that people just send to, you know, go crazy about. So, Carrie, if you will indulge us, we would like to get to know you a little bit more. Is that all right? Sounds good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Carrie, first things first. You've, uh, I've been doing a bit of uh, face stalking and uh, Twitter stalking as well. And uh, you've actually tweeted a photo of an awesome tattoo on someone's back. Is that your tattoo of uh, Carrie Fisher on the back or is that someone else? That is me. Um, my, I have a tattoo artist that I love. He's a local Sacramento artist. He works at a shop called, I am not kidding you, the old Republic tattoos. So you may <laughs> know why I found them. And, uh, they, <laughs> all those guys there do a lot of Star Wars tattoos, but they basically do other stuff. And I actually had him do my, um, I have a half sleeve, which is a Hamlet tattoo. And then I loved his work so much. And he and I got along and when you find a tattoo artist that you really love and who's kind of, you can vibe off of each other. We started talking about Star Wars. It's a passion of his and a passion of mine. Um, I actually believe he's tattooed people from Lucas as well. And um, wow. anyways, yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of people kind of in the area that have a passion for Star Wars, as you can imagine. And a lot of people get Star Wars uh, tattoos, of course. But anyway, so we started talking about my back, which was all space related. It was um, like I have like a Hubble thing and I had a, was a Galileo thing and I've got just a bunch of kind of space related tattoos. And I said to him, look, my vision for my back was that my left shoulder was the Hubble and um, it's a, a constellation there. And I was like, that's space as we understand it right now. And my right shoulder was... Um, uh, a quote from Galileo and uh, these images of stars is from the, it, it's actually it's my obsession with UI, uh, the first instance of inline te- of images in, in a book, of a, mess of a book that Galileo wrote called The Starry Messenger, and it's the Pleiades on my right shoulder. And so it was space as we understood it when we first started thinking about space. And so I wanted hmm. a Star Wars tattoo to tie it all together to be like space as we imagine it, like in our wildest imaginations. And what he started to do, I, I couldn't even imagine it because he started to kind of work it into my existing tattoos. He's actually going over all of my existing tattoos. So that was just the first sitting. He spent most of the time on uh, Vader's helmet and that looks really, really clean. 
and he just outlined Leia and she's not, um, I didn't want it to be head on. I didn't want it to be like a likeness thing for Carrie Fisher. I wanted to be like a vibe of Leia. So she's a yeah. little bit stylized in the artist of Luca, if you're familiar. Yes, and, I am. Um, okay. Uh, and just, uh, and I'm stoked, but yeah, that's my back. That's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah, that is awesome. We'll, we'll share a pic awesome. of that in our Speak- listener lounge too, by the way, guys, because it's a great tattoo. It's some really cool art that they've done. And, you know, like I, I've seen uh, the likes of LA Inc. and all those sorts of things, and it's up there with that sort of stuff. So, guys, take a look at that yeah, in the listener one lounge. One thing it's not there that I want to just say because it's a super cool idea that he had. So, like I said, I have the Hubble space telescope, and he, he re-outlined he's going to make it bigger. And then next to the Hubble, he's going to put TIE Fighters. So oh, he's, wow. He's making them kind of work <laughs> yes. together next. <laughs> that's awesome well, that's awesome there's a cool vader well, there too it looks great yeah. <laughs> while we're talking about leia at the very very beginning of this show we had our uh we had our very very good friend nev opening up this show and he asked you you know how's how's your pom-pom tastic leia doing in your office oh he's so sweet yeah so she's i mean she's like on my desk um, in fact, she basically is sitting in front of all of the other little kind of chat key things on my desk because she's so cool. And she's like literally right behind my mouse pad. So she's there. She's hanging out. I will say that I did uh, not because of him, but just because, you know, people, I was like, is there any chance there's a recording device in this adorable little thing? <laughs> um, I'm not, but uh, no, she's, she's amazing. And uh, yeah, she's well. in place of honor. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. I'm worried about the same thing because right to my right on my recording studio desk is a pom pom tastic Thrawn. So maybe he's listening into both sides of this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to do his own pod cast. Yeah. Well, he does. He does. Well, I mean, it's an, a version of this podcast, but it was all the stuff we said when we stopped recording. we are very appreciative of all the work that he puts in for us as well and uh we're i'm glad that we could share a pom-pom-tastic creation alongside each (laughs) definitely post i post a picture of that on my twitter as well i can send you a picture if you want it's super cool and um and that's another thing about this community, right? Like, I mean, it's just like the, I'm so, I feel so honored. Normally when people give stuff to us, I give it to the team or we put it in a central location because I, I, I'm lucky enough to have a lot of access to things. I don't need any kind of freebies or anything, but this one stays with me. So no one else gets it. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> now, yes. Now you mentioned uh, two eras, um, two eras when we were talking earlier about the characters. But now we're going to nail you down to just one. What is your one favorite era of Star Wars? Oh, gosh. Um, I, I, it's the original trilogy. I, I think, you know, especially for my age um, range, I think the thing we always talk about with Star Wars is that every kind of generation has had the Star Wars movies of their generation. And that's not to say that. Uh, younger people don't love the original trilogy like we do, but I think that's one of the things that keeps the brand so fresh is that, you know, my friend's kids are all obsessed with the Clone Wars cartoon, and you know, I think it's just refreshed and relevant, but so for me, there were twin boys who lived across the street, and I grew up in the time where everybody went out and played outside, and (laughs) basically always play Leia, Luke, and Han. So, like, for me, like, it's such a part of my youth, even. In fact, when I got that bitter tattoo on my back, I 
um, I sent it to my mom. Well, before I sent it, I said, do you remember my Darth Vader Halloween costume? Because I basically, from the time that I was like four to 10, I didn't want to be anything else for Halloween. And so every year I was Darth Vader until, I, I don't know if I got the age right, but it was like eight, nine, ten, something in there. The Vader, it was a plastic Vader helmet broke. And my mom, it was like the day of, my mom had to run out and buy like a witch's hat and a wart. And then that was basically the last time I cared about Halloween. Because I was like, this is stupid. I want to be that Vader. So I was like, remember my Vader costume? And I had this moment where I was like, did I play this up in my head? Because I love Star Wars so much. And my mom was like, no, I remember your Vader costume. And I was like, look. My back. <laughs> well, we'll share a picture of that in the listener lounge as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> now, Carrie, you know, one of the things that I love about you is your love of animals. Uh, I, I follow you on Twitter quite a bit. And uh, when you share your photos of your beautiful, beautiful dogs that follow you just about left, right and center. I mean, like I've got a big heart for a dog. I mean, she's my best mate at home. She's a cattle dog crossed with a border collie. You've got a couple of them, though, and uh, yours are, are they rescue dogs by any chance that you've got? Yeah, so my second one was abandoned at the, like, there's a local dog park. I, I wasn't planning on getting a second dog, um, but he was abandoned at the local dog park, and, uh, you know, he was a mess. He didn't have a chipper. I mean, he was with, with they, they, they think he was with a homeless person, and the California fires had happened. In Sacramento, um, the air quality oh. got, like, very, very bad for a while, and so he was just left at the dog park. Now, thank God they left him at the dog park as opposed to anywhere else. And so um, uh, my... The, the person who my dog sitter basically who um, looks after my dogs when I I'm not with them um, had my dog there. And basically she brought her to me and said, can you look after him? And I said, sure. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll foster him for a couple of days and you know how that goes, right? Like he's not mine forever. Um, and he was like 10 minutes in and my first dog, uh, interestingly, the guy whose job that I came, um, I didn't take his job. He, he put in his notice, but the guy whose job I basically filled when I came to work on galaxy of heroes, um, one of the first days that I was visiting to start my, the new job, he said, Oh, um, I'm watching a dog and it suddenly had a like babies. And I guess the person who had the dog didn't know that, um, it was pregnant, which I don't know why, but, but oh, again. No. and so, um, then the, litter only one of the puppies survived and the other was just two and the other one had passed away and so i just responded to him and said look you can take the day off but i need that dog and that's my first <laughs> dog gerald and she um she basically wait, spent wait wait, wait you said yeah. you said gerald she yes yes so aside from not knowing the dog was pregnant they said it's a little boy dog what do you want the dog to be called and i said gerald and so um and so i got my little boy dog and when i finally went and got him and took him to the vet and the vet said why did you put male uh, turns out we had a little gender mishap and uh you know it's 2019 now so she can be called gerald if she wants to and she likes it um well but, i'll yeah. tell you that boba mutt my german shepherd is a girl and I have ah, no see? problem. So, so we, we, we have we have that in common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have a little gender bender dog. Look, she's Geraldine when she's in trouble. But she spent. And actually, you know what I should give you. Um, actually, I think it's on my Instagram where I post videos of her. But she spent the first um, two months of her life in the office for ships overtime because we were working a lot of overtime to get the ships update done, and. Um, 
our office is Doug friendly, which I, one of the things I like love about capital gains and when you're working long, yeah, it's awesome. When you're working these long, stressful hours, I will say that, um, there are times where just like taking a moment, stopping and playing with the dog for a little bit, like just, you know, it just the stress relief and the oxytocin and all that. And so there's a video, we were so tired. Chips was like, so wearing on us because there was so much work to get done. And there's a picture of her and she's like, six weeks old and everyone's giving her a shoe. So there's like a pile of shoes and she's just like rolling around in shoes. It's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I that love is, it. That is certainly awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and so they do go everywhere with you pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I really, um, I've seen, I've seen your dogs and then I, I you know, just from the description, um, like I really thought I was going to be the person that had like a, a real dog, like a dog that you throw your arms around and wrestle with. Um, but these two dogs kind of happened to me and they're both like little, like fruity dogs. Um, and I love them with all my heart and I would never trade them for the world. But, um, the, one of the plus pluses to having smaller dogs is that, um, they can. So Gerald's been on, I think at this point she's been on almost 20 flights. Um, so wow. she is a, like a seasoned traveler and she goes everywhere with me. Morty, who's my other dog, he's a little bit still skittish because, you know, he kind of had a pretty traumatized kind of, I, we yeah. don't know how long, maybe six or seven years. And so, um, we, uh, he doesn't travel as much, but yeah, they, they kind of come everywhere. That's now, awesome. Are you putting them, are you putting them in any, uh, mini frou-frou clothes at all? Yes. So yes. Um, and I know that's a loaded question. Um, Gerald's ho- perennial Halloween costume is wicked. Um, yep. Partly because my understanding and she's like, she's like Shih Tzu and other things. Um, in fact, I, she, I call her, she's a Shih Tzu Poo because it's Shih Tzu Maltese and Poodle. And he's a Pom Poo <laughs> which is Pomeranian Poodle and, and Chihuahua. I did their both of their DNA tests so that I would know for sure. And um, <laughs> and uh, I believe that Shih Tzu's in some way are related or affiliated to Ewoks. And so um, I got her a w- wicked costume immediately. And um, yeah, that's, that's she's wicked. That's sensational. I have seen the costume. It looks awesome. Again, I'll put that in the listener lounge too because the costume looks sensational, <laughs> Carrie. And, you know, yeah. I'd love to see you back in your Darth Vader outfit walking, uh, you know, this one down the street, you know, with Wicket there. I think that'd be brilliant you know you need to have the music too (laughs) paul anthony here taking a quick break we're gonna step aside for just a moment and when we return more about carrie and getting to know carrie a little bit better as a person hi this is cyphermaster sb crumb and you're listening to the escape pod cast this show was recorded in front of a live studio audience Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lower Case Micaeus number 0127. That's M I K A Y A S number 0127 or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod. 
podcast. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Scotty and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. For as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. Hey everyone, it is the heartthrob of the Outer Rim, your boy Urs, and you are listening to the Escape Pod cast. With Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Boys, I think I speak for all of us when I say you are hot. You are red. Welcome back to the Escape Podcast Extra Bonus episode right now, where we're getting to know Carrie as a person. Scotty had just recommended that Carrie walk her dog dressed as Wicket while she was dressed as Darth Vader. (laughs) I I, I will absolutely do that. And we have a couple of people at the office that are um, in, that have like full done costumes. I believe a few of them are 501st kind of certified costumes. And, um, I, I'm going to tell it because it's like a sort of sweet story. Um, one of our QA guys has like a full on Kylo Ren. It's a beautiful, beautiful costume. And he goes to children's hospitals and, um, you know, goes around and sees little kids. The kids know who he is. Um, but sometimes uh, the parents don't, and uh, you know, they often go. Sometimes a pair of them, Kylo Ren and Stormtrooper. But um, one time he went by himself, just as Kylo Ren, and uh, one of the parents came up to him quite concerned because they were like, "Who are you?" Um, because he was wearing a black cloak and he was carrying a weapon, and they were like, "Are you the Grim Reaper?" And we were like, "Oh no!" Because without a Stormtrooper, and if you don't know who Kylo Ren is, he's walking around a hospital. It doesn't look that good. Um, he's a total total angel and um and they they now go in a pair oh brilliant brilliant now look carrie outside of your dogs because you know your dogs are awesome and they're amazing human beings i like to say what, what you know what do you do in your downtime you know when you get away from work for a little bit and you can actually have a weekend off which i would imagine would be very rare for you especially at the moment as we're about to go into the uh dark side geonosis territory battle what do you do in your downtime what do you what what what, what does carrie do I do. Uh, I do mostly just play video games, and so I'm. I'm not a very like super cool person, and so I wish I could say like, oh, I play the ukulele and I go to t- you know shows or whatever. Um, no, I do a lot of go home, uh, relax, play video games. Uh, I, I uh, actually a uh, Swogo player got me back into WoW. Um, and I curse him forever for that. But um, <laughs> I have 56 consoles. And so I have a wow. pile of games. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fanatic and a collector. And um, I try to play video games whenever I can. Unfortunately, because I'm playing WoW right now, the, the stack of PS4 and Xbox games that are piling up is getting out of control. But um, it's okay. Because we're making progression on Mythic Desire lore. And that's all that matters. <laughs> I like it. But, you know, have you got the old Atari and Sega and Nintendo and all that? Have you got all yes. those? Yes. Yes. I have a 2600, a 5200, a 7800, a Jaguar. I have a Nintendo. Oh. I have six or seven NESs. I have a top-loading NES. I have the new mini NES. I have a SNES. I have a PAL SNES. I have a Japanese SNES. I have an N64. I have, uh, you know, we like, you know, a GameCube, two GameCubes. I, I, I really, a click of vision and television. I mean, if you can name it, I probably have it. Uh, Turbo okay. graphics. Let's, let's see. I've got sitting in my garage, a Commodore 128. Oh, okay. No, I have, a, I mean, I'd have a Commodore 64, obviously, but I don't have a 128. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, Paul, Paul, <laughs> yeah. it was it, it was in your garage, but now it's in Carrie's house. So uh, that's I, right. I, 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 
I did stop if, if like she being, does... getting out of control. Like it really, I have like in my guest room, uh, my mom's coming to visit and I basically haven't like unpacked the, the 40 like, t- like kind of uh, packing bins of consoles are just sitting there. And I was like, I hope you don't mind being surrounded by video game consoles. Well, <laughs> we have to do a Sonic the Hedgehog well, championship sometime. Oh, um, so I will say one thing about that. So I have, um, there's an engineer uh, in the studio who, and actually, I think he actually, his name is CG Hedgehog when he talks about the game. And I think he's actually going to start making an appearance on Reddit. He is the biggest Sonic fan I have ever met in my entire life. (laughs) And when this whole kind of controversy came out with the look of the character in the movies, I started trolling him by basically talking about how much I don't like the game. And I was like, yeah, I mean, what is it in there? It's a bad game anyway. And you wouldn't believe (laughs) he showed up in my office. I wish I could give you his picture, but I wouldn't do that with permission. He was wearing like a Sonic hat and like a Sonic (laughs) jacket. He was holding like a statue, like a memorabilia thing. And he showed up and he was like, I want to talk about Sonic. Like very important. Um, No, I, um, I would not be very good at that championship. I would be very good at a double dragon championship. Oh, yeah. If you happen to get that picture, if you happen to get that picture in time, go ahead and send it over to us. We'll throw it in the listener lounge for people to check out. I'll ask him for permission. All right. And so, um, well, you mentioned that he's going to be on Reddit. Please tell us that you don't spend too much time there. Uh, well, if you ask them, you yeah, then clearly I don't because I ignore all of their questions. Um, no, like <laughs> he, here's the thing. Um, I'm, obviously, you can tell that I, I do spend probably a little too much time reading Reddit um, and, and our forums and other places. Look, I, I I do a lot of what I would call temperature checking, and I try to do it um, because I, I do think that I. Um, can tell when something's a big, big deal and when something is not as big of a deal and trying to kind of gauge between that. I will say the whole five to eight uh, refresh thing really threw off my gauge because that to me wasn't going to be a big thing because we had said it was temporary. And so it was sort of like, it really shocked me. But I also felt like that was actually like when you go to the doctor and you say this hurts and the doctor's like, it's something else over here. It was more about like um, a reflection of the crunch and pain and all that. Mm. Um, well, all of that is to say that I spend a good amount of time looking at Reddit and I, I also have to sometimes strategically take a little break. Like I've been sick for a couple of weeks. I haven't been reading Reddit as much because it does get um, overwhelming. Mm, I'll bet. I'll bet. And Carrie, you know, especially with, uh, you know, the, the likes of Reddit, you know, you yourself actually uh, know what that's all about uh, when it comes to doing a weekly podcast and uh, copying the trolls left, right and center. Can you give us any tips about doing a podcast? Well, I was very fortunate to be at GameSpot Entertainment. I mean, um, sorry, GameSpot.com at the time where I felt like it was just such a like a like group of people that was just amazing. And we did a weekly podcast called The Hotspot, and it was awesome. Um, I think for me, one of the hardest things about a podcast, because I'm such a talker, is that finding that balance of when to jump in, when to make the joke, when not to make the joke, especially if you're not all in the same room. And I know you guys are doing this like across the world, which is awesome. We are. <laughs> but it can be really hard, right? Like when to find the balance, the beats and, and all of that. Um, so I used to try to save up my energy for like a rant, you know, and I would like kind of, I would always want to be talking because that's who I am. But I would try to wait and and I still keep still contact me occasionally time and time because I went on this huge 
a rant about the fractals back in the day. And that's, I don't even know if they still exist, but um, <laughs> I was really kind of against gender separated competition. And so I kind of, you know, I would sort of wait and then like just kind of let loose and people would kind of let me just rant for five minutes, which made me happy. Kind of like what I'm doing Rant- to you guys right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ranting for five minutes. That sounds familiar, Scotty. Yeah, it doesn't adjust, Paul. That's exactly what you uh, do, man. You're like, have you been like hanging out with CG Carry for quite some time, have you, man? Like, you know, it sounds like you she, both- She taught me all that I need to know. Yeah, right. now carrie we're we're gonna uh, rapid fire here a few things um so do you follow sports and if so who are your teams in the four majors i do follow sports i primarily follow football i'm a redskins fan die hard um but i've lived through 20 years of misery so i'm a kind of a seahawks fan as like a secondary team um i'm an orioles okay i'll stop you there okay i'll stop you there because I am a Browns fan, so I feel your pain. Right, exactly. You know exactly what that's like. Hey, and meanwhile, um, over and in Australia, that, right? in, in Australia, I'm a South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. We got the wooden spoon for way too many years, and uh, you know Russell Crowe took us over. We've win, we've won a premiership, so I know what you're feeling. Now. I know exactly what you're feeling, Carrie. Except for the winning the premiership recently, <laughs> 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 it's about twenty years since the Reds have done um, and then I'm an Orioles fan, but I'm not a huge fan of baseball. I just really like attending it. And Camden Yards is a, a great baseball park. And I also lived in New York for a long time. So watching, I've, I've seen the Orioles play 20 something times. They've always won when I've watched them play. And that includes multiple times at Yankee Stadium, which was not a common occurrence. And watching mm. angry Yankee fans wearing all Orioles gear is super fun. Um, I'm a Knicks fan, but not but that's because I didn't really get into basketball super hardcore until I was in college in New York. And also I loved a lot of those Knicks from that era came from um, the Hoyas in Georgetown. I grew up in DC. Mm. Um, and is there a fourth major sport? Are you going to say hockey? Oh yeah. I'm going to say <laughs> hockey. <laughs> no, I don't want hockey. It's okay. It's okay. Half the, half the population doesn't. And uh, that's all right. I enjoy my Stanley cup. Go Blues right now. I'm, I'm a Red Wings fan by heart, but a lot of my friends are from St. Louis, so go Blues. <laughs> and there were a lot of Fair, Fairweather Caps fans in Washington when they started to be good. And and so, like, I sort of res, uh, sort of resolutely was like, I'm not going to suddenly like hockey just because my team's doing well. So I just support a lot of teams that are kind of crap. Carrie, what's your favorite food? <laughs> oh, um, oh, uh, so it's probably in the Vietnamese food family. Like I really like a lot of kind of Southeast Asian food. I think the flavors are kind of off the charts. And so um, like banh mi is probably my favorite. Awesome. Uh, when are you coming to Australia? Uh, you know, so we have a studio in Australia, Fire Monkeys. Um, those guys are amazing. And I always feel bad for them because they're always traveling out here to see us. Um, the problem is my dogs. Like, like there've been times where I've entertained going and moving to Australia. The problem is, is, uh, the dogs like i don't know how to get around the whole quarantine thing yeah so, well, that's right um, yeah you don't want to be a johnny depp and amber heard man pistol and boo got no, told no. to piss off out of the country it's not fun <laughs> yeah I'm not, I'm not screwing around with ecosystems right i don't know anything about how the about works i'm not trying to mess around with that i love my dogs but i'm sure that they have bugs on them so um <laughs> i mean they're great but they probably have something and so um i need to visit i really really would like to visit i just it's it's time man yeah understood Understood. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely yes. Ketchup or mustard on hot dogs? Oh, mustard and onions is the only thing you put on a hot dog. But, but that being said, that's something I would put on a hot dog. I respect anyone's choice to put whatever they want on anything. 
<laughs> nice. But if you don't put mustard, something's wrong with you. Carrie, what's it like to work at a gaming studio? It's the best job in the world. And it there are times where you take the one thing that you love the most from like a passion standpoint and you make it work and you, you start to get a little bit twitchy. Nice. And if you were stranded on a deserted island, who would it be with? Uh, do they have a say in the matter? Because it's probably my dogs in Idris Elba. <laughs> no, they don't. So that would be great. <laughs> okay. And that concludes this edition of the Escape Podcast bonus extra episode with CG Carey. We really want to thank all the people that make this happen. All of our staff, Zed, Lama, Arlen, Donna, the Sarlacc, the Nev for helping out with the Escape Podcast for Kids. Um, I want to also make sure that I recognize this month all of our Patreons. Tenpool, Adam, Danku, Sobi, Dano, David, Buzzsaw, Gavin, Mohican, John, Caden, Matt, Newbie Gaming, Tupaka, Savage Diva, Uber, Urzatron, and Zed. Thank you all for what you do to make this show happen, and thank you for believing in us early on. Scotty, with that information, push the button. Don't mind if I do! What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the scene! Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 